BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Episode 191 of the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. Don't look up in the sky now. They're spying on us. Let's start the show. We are now the defenders of the stronghold of democracy and of equal opportunity. You and I as citizens have the obligation to shape the debates of our time, not only with the votes we cast, but with the voices we lift. The people are looking for honest answers, not easy answers. The very word secrecy is repugnant. Clear leadership. And we are as a people. Not false claims and evasiveness and politics as usual. Opposed to secret society. But ours was a nation of the votes. Not the bullet. And a secret procedure. As a people, we cannot afford to let any group of citizens or any individual citizens live or labor under conditions which are injurious to the commonwealth. Black, white, Latino, Asian, Native American, young, old, gay, straight, men, women, folks with disabilities, all pledging allegiance under the same proud flag to this big, bold country that we love. That's what I see. That's the America I know. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. There is nothing wrong with America that cannot be cured by what is right with America. Welcome to the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Hahn. Thank you for liking, rating, reviewing, telling your friends about this podcast. I hope you're enjoying it uh, as I am enjoying it. And follow me on Twitter. I'm at Christopher Hahn on Twitter, Christopher Hahn NY on Instagram. Uh, look, I had the privilege over the weekend of driving with my daughter, who has just got her learner's permit as of Friday, and we went out for our first drive Saturday, a very brisk, cold, I think it was like 15 degrees on Saturday, brought her up to a large parking lot uh, at the university near my house where there were actually two other cars where it appeared to be uh, student drivers learning how to drive, and we had to do everything we can to avoid them. And it got me thinking about the college board and by the way, if you, if you haven't driven in a car with a teenager who has never driven before, I can only describe it as uh, as if you owned a roller coaster and there were no safeguards on that roller coaster and you were worried about destroying the roller coaster that you owned and then actually owing the property owner whose tree you crashed into or a car you crashed into for their car. That's what this felt like for me. It was, uh, I don't want to say it was terrifying, uh, but it was definitely terrifying. I I don't know if that makes any sense to you. But anyway, I digress. Got me thinking about the college board. Got me thinking about Ron DeSantis' decision 
to decide to clap back on the AP African American Studies course and deciding to ban the state of Florida from allowing children to register for that course in high schools in Florida. Part of his Stop Woke Act. Yeah, Ron DeSantis is going to stop people from being awake, which is just kind of pathetic when you think about it. But that's where we are today. I'm sure that the guys that come on after me will spend an hour a day talking about wokeness and how it's the worst thing happening in America. I happen to think hopelessness is the worst thing happening in America. And more and more people are falling into hopelessness. And that is a much bigger problem than wokeness. But we could talk about that another day as well. I, for one, believe that education should be inclusive. I believe you should learn about things that you don't agree with, things that don't apply to you, things that challenge you to think critically, which is part of what I'm trying to do on the show, challenging to think critically. The AP African American Studies course was for students seeking extra credit, college credit, and they had a variety of things they could choose for. This was not a mandatory course in the state of Florida. Ron DeSantis was upset that there was a, uh, a a section of that course that focused on Black Lives Matter, that focused on uh, the LGBT community in the black community. And he pushed back on those grounds. Uh, look, Ron, I get it. You're trying to get distinguish yourself from Trump, yet hold on to the racists that may have supported him it's kind of pathetic. You're in a state where, I don't know, maybe there's a couple thousand kids that'll take this course, maybe less. I mean, maybe maybe a thousand kids will take this course. I don't, I don't know how many kids would have registered for this brand new AP course. Remember, AP course courses themselves are given to very few people within the high schools. And, 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 and this is an elective AP course that doesn't replace anything else. Uh, Don't you want kids to think critically? Don't you want them to learn about everything? Why do you call it indoctrination? Just to learn about something. And those who are choosing to take this course, quite frankly, I I don't feel that they're the type of people that are easily swayed by your Stop Woke Act. They chose to take this course. I get it that there is a lowest common denominator thing going on in the Republican Party where they are appealing to, you know, a lot of uneducated people and trying to say that there's some sort of indoctrination going on in the schools. They're banning books. They're banning classes. They're banning hairstyles in some cases. They're checking on women's menstrual cycles in Florida right now. Let me tell you something. And they're the party of freedom, right? Ron DeSantis is trying to tell you that He governs the free state of Florida. Well, what if you're a woman, a high school student, female, and you want to play sports, and they are going to ask you when your last cycle was? How free does that sound? You want to tell me that that's freedom? You want to tell me it's freedom when you're banning subjects from even being discussed? You you tell me it's freedom where teachers in Florida get punished for even saying gay? Uh, I don't think that's freedom at all. So let's talk about freedom a little bit. Uh, Again, I I always hearken back to that great movie, Team America, World Police, Freedom Isn't Free, cost a buck oh five. Obviously, it costs a lot more than that. A lot of people sacrifice their lives every day for freedom. 
But what is freedom? Uh, Isn't freedom the thought that we can all express ourselves wherever we want, whenever we want? Isn't this pushback on woke, what, what Republicans are really calling woke, what Ron DeSantis and people like him are calling woke, isn't that, isn't that less freedom for more people? I, I don't understand how that is not an infringement upon freedom. You're trying to tell educators what they can and cannot teach, what they can and cannot say. What do you think, by not teaching about homosexuality, it will magically go away? And by the way, conservatives, what is your fascination with homosexuality and, and genitalia in general? I mean, these guys are, maybe I should call it private parts, but there are a lot of people on the right, in the right-wing media, you've probably heard it here on this station, you know, going off about the private parts of cartoon spokes M&Ms. Let's be clear, these are not real things, they're M&Ms. M&Ms have no sexuality. So what's between the legs of the cartoon spokes M&M really shouldn't be your problem, should not be something that you spend the first 20 minutes of your show talking about, Tucker Carlson, other radio hosts on these stations. It is not something that matters to anyone. It is not. We're not trying to brainwash your kids by uh, by making an M&M a different sex than you thought it was. Just for the correct record, M&M's have no sex. They have a hard candy shell, chocolate, and sometimes other things in it like peanuts, almonds. And they're great. And I love them. And I would eat them right now, but I'm trying not to eat any sugar. But I digress, as I always do when I do my daily rant. That's why it's a rant. It's free association. It's kind of like jazz. Uh I think freedom means expressing all ideas, hearing all ideas, allowing the free exchange of ideas and free flow of information. By stopping information, you are cutting off. You are making society less free. And this is the whole problem. We talked last week about cancel culture and how conservatives lose their mind when people get canceled. But Ron DeSantis is canceling an entire topic of conversation in the state of Florida. He is canceling the ability of of teenagers, college-bound teenagers in an AP African-American studies class from learning about the entirety of the African-American experience, including the gay experience, which is quite significant in African-American culture. Quite frankly, uh, African-Americans have played a significant role in the LGBTQ movement. Uh, Just read up on the history of Stonewall. And you will find that there was an African-American woman who was at the center of it. To me, this is hypocrisy at its core. I mean, it's the only thing that makes Florida free is that you were more likely to get the COVID uh, virus because they were just allowing people to walk around maskless at the height of the pandemic. You're more likely to die. And oh, Chris, you're going to say to me, oh, there weren't as many deaths in Florida. Well, they didn't count snowbirds, people who had apartments in other parts of the country or houses in other parts of the country in their death count. So those count those deaths went unassigned to a particular state. They were primarily Floridian deaths. But we don't have to go there right now. It's, that's a topic for, I don't know, three years ago. I, I want people to talk about everything. And I think, quite frankly, if you are old enough to be taking advanced placement courses, college credit courses, you are old enough to talk about any subject. You are not, you're beyond indoctrination. And that is not what people are trying to do. 
uh, this fascination with dumbing things down to the lowest common denominator because we're worried we might offend people. Again, I talk about the cancel culture argument, which Republicans will rail against all the time, yet here they are. Oh, please don't offend my little snowflake. Uh, you know, by teaching that slavery happened, that racism happened, we are not calling all white people racist. We are not calling all white people, holding all white people responsible for slavery. I do not feel responsible for slavery in one bit. My family came to this country a hundred years after slavery ended. So, you know, I don't, I don't find that as part of my history. Most Americans don't. And quite frankly, there were very few people in this country that held slaves when they even did. And I would imagine if you are the uh, a descendant of a slaveholder, perhaps you might feel some remorse on behalf of your family, but it is not your fault either. It was your family's fault. And that is gone now. So teaching about it, it shouldn't offend anybody. It should help us prepare for prepare future generations for challenges that might come their way. Discrimination and racism is not gone in America. And anybody who says that it is is blind. They are absolutely present every day in this country. We talked about Tyree Nichols last week. Would that have happened if he was a, you know, a white guy on his way home? Would he have been, you know, jumped by five? It now looks like maybe seven or eight police officers and beaten to death if he was, let's say, a, a white guy or a white girl on his way home. I don't, I don't think so, America. And I think most of us understand that that wouldn't happen. So why can't we talk about it in the classroom? Why can't we teach about it? Why can't we have critical conversations about it to maybe prepare a future generation to solve this problem that the current generations have failed to solve? What is Ron DeSantis afraid of? I'll tell you what. He's not afraid of anything. Here is my biggest problem with it. And you'll have a problem with it too. It's performative. He's doing this to perform, to appeal to a certain segment of the Republican Party base that he hopes to have in a potential Republican Party primary. It's disgusting, and he knows better. After all, he went to Harvard, where they actually teach critical race theory, something they've also demagogued. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. All right, before I go, just a, just a thought about this stupid balloon debate forget about whether he should have shot it down sooner whether he should have known it was it jammed was it not jammed you know i believe shooting it down over the water was probably the safest thing to do right so you're not going to kill anybody but you know i remember a time when we used to have foreign threats in this country 
And everybody would rally around the president until the threat lifted. It wasn't even that long ago. A little thing called 9-11. I was there. And it seems that this threat must not have really been a threat. Because every second on the news, Republican politicians were criticizing the president over the threat. Then we find out that these balloons have transited the United States three times before under former President Trump. I don't remember him ever talking about it and telling us about it. Turns out that they shot this thing down. We're gathering information. I don't know why the intelligence community felt that, you know, they should just leave it up there for a while. Maybe they had a good reason for it. Maybe they were doing something to it. Who knows? I don't know. But I do know that it was stupid and that the whole thing was blown out of portion for political reasons when it should have been perceived as a threat to our national security in which we all bonded together and said, let's stop it. And that's not what happens in America anymore. And that is a big, big problem. And it's got to end. So... Anyway, I want to remind you now, as I always do, to seek the truth. Question everyone and everything, even me. Seek the truth. I know it's out there, and I know you'll find it if you look for it. And I'll be back here again next week to tell you the truth as I see it. I'm Chris Hahn. Thanks for listening to the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts.